Gamerheads Podcast is part of the Little Fellow Media Podcast Network, sponsored by podcast host Budsprout, the easiest podcasting software for hosting, promoting, and tracking your podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Gamerheads Reviews. And this week, I'm joined by Mike. Hello. Hey, Mike. Thank you for joining me. It's early on a Sunday morning. It sure is. <laughs> you know, I get, I, th- I get two days off a week. I know. And I get to I... sleep in on one of them. <laughs> well, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all good. Welcome, uh, listeners. Today, we'll be reviewing a game called The Alliance Alive, the HD remastered edition, which is coming out on, I think, Steam, PlayStation 4, and where I played it on the Switch. Hmm. Uh, So this is a game that's published by NIS America. And I'll just give a little background of the game. So it's an RPG game, and... I'll read I'll read the description because I think this is actually kind of important to discussion of the game. So, an age of darkness has befallen the world. The dark current, a cataclysmic cataclysmic got to get talk event caused by Now, so this is right. Is it demons or demons? Demon, yeah, that's I think it's just Let's go with demons. Okay, that's what I kept saying. Uh caused by the demons emergence has decimated the population and divided land into several separate regions leaving survivors to be subjugated by the demonic overlords to reclaim their home and their and free their people an unlikely fellowship of heroes band together to spark a fiery revolution explore various realms gain new skills in the heat of battle and form alliances to stand against the demons so that gives you a little bit of the background so uh so so like i said it's in it's an rpg game it's coming out on october the 8th so if you're listening to this now it comes out on tuesday uh this released on sunday the 6th and so a few things about this game that i really really like um so i'll start with a tip in the top so the things i like about this game uh it is it's so different than than some of the other RPGs that you play. Um, so where you learn different skills, this is kind of cool. When you use a weapon, your character will have like an awakening. They call it an awakening. And in this awakening, they learn like a new ability with their weapon that they're using. And uh, and then you can start using that 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 new skill that you learned. Uh, which is cool. I like that a lot. I think that's kind of a cool way of like handling learning new skills in a game. Um, the other thing that I really like about this game too is how you level up in this game. So if you continue to use the weapons, you'll like gain momentum or I don't want to call it momentum, but you'll gain like levels for each of the weapons and the different the different skills that you're using for the weapons too. So like, oh, did you have a question? Okay. So so yeah. So you're so when you're playing and you win rounds and stuff, your character doesn't level up. The weapon that they use levels up. No. Well, so so a little bit. <laughs> so your character levels up with the weapons they're using. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So like, I have one of my characters has a stone a stone sword. So it's this huge sword, and she knows like two moves when she first has it. It's like just a regular like slash. 
and a black. Those are like the two things that she knows how to use when she first picks up the sword. Um, and then as she starts using it, she'll have all of a sudden, like you'll say, like, okay, go and attack this, you know, this enemy, use a slash, and then it'll say awaken, and all of a sudden she'll do a different move. So she'll do like a double slash. And I'm like, well, that's cool. And now she learned this new move that's in your move list that you can use to attack. Okay. Um, and so when you learn a new move, though, it does cost um, SP, which is like mana, right? So there's, there's you have your health bar, and then you have your SP points. And you use that, so, so you have so many SP points. So like, let's say it will cost her like two points to do the double slash. Okay, so now, so every time that I use that, I start using my mana. So I have to kind of manage like what, what I'm going to be using uh, for my attacks. But the other nice thing that I, or the other thing I really like about this game, about how to level up, is that you have talents. So there's a whole like list of all these different weapons that you can assign talent points to and you earn talent points through beating bad guys or beating enemies mm-hmm. and and then you can spend those points by leveling up your skills so for instance uh they start as novice level and novice level then will reduce any any like thing that you use any like weapon you use by like maybe one or two points of the special points so let's say that that's double slash costs two points and my novice will reduce my overall cost for something to minus one. So now it's only going to cost me one point to, to use that web, to, to use that uh, skill or that, okay. that attack. And then let's say I move it to the next level. And I, I don't remember the levels off the top of my head, but let's say it's master level, right? Um, and so that will, like anything that costs three points, or it will cost less, or three points less of what it would normally cost. So now it wouldn't cost me anything to use that skill. So, uh, so it's kind of, that, that's such a cool, unique way of leveling up your characters and you can, and you can, uh, put those points in any weapons that you want. So there's just, you can really customize your character in any way you want. It's, it's really cool. That does. Yeah, that does sound, it definitely sounds different. You know, yeah. traditional is, so is the gameplay itself like traditional turn-based RPG? It is. So, okay. The game is, is is traditional turn-based RPG, uh, and it is. There's also some strategy RPG uh, in it as well. So you have different formations for your characters, and depending on how you set them up, they'll give them special like bonuses. So like you might have one formation where your healer will have a plus twenty-five to support, and then the other two characters will have plus twenty-five percent to attack. Okay. Um, so there is that strategy element to it as well. So you can just change up your formations at any time during the battle. Um, and then your character does level up too. So they don't call them like level one or level two, level three. It's just that they earn additional points, uh, to their different stats. So for instance, uh, let's say I have my character and they'll, they'll just say, oh, this character now has, instead of 24 special points, they have, uh, 25 special points. So they added additional special points to their overall capacity for special points, or they might add for hit points as well, right? So, gotcha. Um, and then every time that I use a skill for my weapon, uh, so let's say I use my double slash a lot, then it'll say, "Oh, your double slash went from level one to level two, so it gives me additional like ability to to do more damage." 
So that's how you level up in the game. And it's awesome. That is like... <laughs> I will say, like, that is what I love about this game. Is that you can really customize your characters the way you want to play them. Um, not all characters can do magic. So that is one thing that... Uh, you you know you you have to like you don't want to put points in a character that can't do mana magic like a talent point but but well I'm not sure actually I'm not sure if you put talent points if they would start be able to use magic then I'll have to check that out um that's one thing I didn't check but but I have kind of shied away from putting points into people that don't know magic because it didn't make sense to me right um but it's it's a cool game so that's one thing I like about the game another aspect I really like about this game is a story. Uh, so it starts off, I'm not going to go in too much cause I want people to, exp- uh, to, to explore the story themselves or experience the, the, the story themselves. Um, but it starts off with your characters. You have these two characters that you start to come accustomed to and they go on this adventure together. Um, cause it's a dark time, right? So darkness has befallen the world and they want to see, they hear rumors that there's a world out there that has blue skies and. So they want to find this. And the opening, probably about half hour or so, maybe, maybe a little bit less, depending on how much you grind, um, is just all the prelude to the whole game. And something tragic happens, actually, in that first prelude. And oh. I was actually taken aback by it. I was like, wow, that was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was tragic. That was tragic. Um, so the writing is so good. And then, and then you play another group of, so you, you'll start with one group of characters and play through a little bit with them. And then you learn about two other characters. Well, okay. I'm not going to get into it, but you learn about two other characters and their relationship. And just the writing is so good. It is. I actually found myself laughing at some of the parts, uh, with the character interaction, just how they interacted in their, in their, their, uh, animations. It's a good game. It's, it's really good. I like it a lot. Nice. Um, yeah. Is there anything that didn't really resonate with you? Yeah. So, so those are my tip in the top. My my flip and the flops. Uh, some things that I I these are this is nitpicky, but the first thing that kind of stood stuck out to me was the artwork. So when I first started playing it, I was like, uh, "How could you call this a remaster? This looks like a PlayStation Three game." And um. So the character designs themselves, they're kind of like chibi-esque, kind of. So they're like really small feet and really small hands, but kind of a big head. Um, so it's kind of cute. I mean, actually, it grew on me. I did like the character designs after a while. But at first, I was just like, eh, I'm not sure if I like this. And then the the world that you interact with is kind of polygon. And it looks, I know that they cleaned it up, but it still kind of looks a little like dirty. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, like, you'll see like a bowl on a table, and there's supposed to be fruit in it or something, but you know, it's just kind of washed out a little bit. It just looks weird because the characters are kind of crisp and clean, and then the rest of the world is kind of muddled a little bit. It looks it it kind of kind of turned me off a little bit to the game. Gotcha. Uh, it was should, a, it was originally a three DS a three DS game. It was yeah, yeah. it was. And it actually came out in March of 2018, so really it wasn't been hasn't been out that long. And it was published by Altus, I think, before. Okay. Um, so that was one thing. But you know, as I went on, I was like, ah, this is actually not so bad. I actually, you know, I it grew on me. The artwork grew on me. 
Um, the other thing that I will say is that the Outer Worlds... So when you're traveling from place to place, you... Uh, it, it has like a top-down outer world, kind of like, you know, like a Final, Final Fantasy-type-esque game, right? Okay. And there's monsters running around the world, which I did like, that the fact that there's not just random chance encounters that you can actually kind of control, like, what monsters you want to fight. Well, you don't know what monsters you're going to get, but you see, like, monsters roaming around, right? Gotcha. And, um... And, and 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 so that's cool, but the uh, the outer world itself is a little sparse, I will say, from artwork perspective. Okay. Uh, I I felt like they could have done a little bit more with that. It's not bad, but it's a little sparse. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's that's very nitpicky. I mean, like I said, if those, art- yeah, if those are the only things that are wrong with it. Yeah. That, uh, those are good things to be wrong. Yeah, I you know one one thing I mentioned on the podcast. Um, and I'll say this here as well, is, you know, one one complaint that people have with uh, Octopath Traveler is that the characters don't interact with each other. It's just like... They're just there. They're just there. And I, if, you know, I mentioned this on the podcast, but I, at first I was like, eh, not a big deal. I don't really care. Like, sometimes that's how you play D&D, that your characters really don't know each other, but they're just venturing together because they're going to go get cash or whatever, right? Like... It's about fame and fortune, blah, 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 blah. But then I played this game, and and I saw how having characters interact with each other is a a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) And and it really plays into the writing. And and then at at that point, I thought, yeah, actually, (laughs) there is something to that. And I, I enjoyed my time more with the Alliance alive than I did with Octopath Traveler. Hmm. Um, because Octopath Traveler, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and the graphics are amazing and the music is outstanding. Good game. But the thing I didn't like about that game, it was a grind fest and, and I like grinding in RPGs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that, you know, you had four characters at one time and there's different stories, right? So, like, if you wanted one character's story, you had to be at level 20. So you had to, like, work that character up to get to level 20 for chapter 2. But then that means, like, if you want chapter 2 for another character and you don't have them in a party, then you have to grind all them to get their levels up to level 20 to get to their mm-hmm. chapter 2. And in this game, I never had that issue. I did run into, like, one one boss where it, he gave me a hard time in the beginning. Uh, but it was a little bit of strategy and I figured out how to beat him and I beat him and it was great. And I didn't feel like, I never felt like I was like just slogging along in the game and just saying, Oh gosh, I wish that this would just be over with already. Um, it's a good game. It's, it's, it's well-written and, uh, the, the, the leveling system is great. I really liked it a lot. Nice. So for somebody like me is uh, that doesn't get into RPGs a whole lot, yeah. is it a good entry-level RPG? Or? Yeah, I would say absolutely. Because the fact that you don't have to know uh, a lot about, like, oh, like, I have to, like, pay attention to, like, this leveling tree or... Oh, good. So there's not a lot of micromanagement. There's not a lot of micromanagement. I mean, you have the talent points. Sold. You could... <laughs> I mean, you have the talent points that you can obviously put in your talents uh, for 
uh, for your different skills. So that way your character will become a master. So he doesn't spend, he or she doesn't spend that much, um, points on, on actually using some of the skills that you, that you're, you know, your attacks are you using? Um, so there's that management, but it's not tedious. It's easy. Um, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, and, and the fact that, you know, your character just levels up when they're using the weapon or just that they get more hit points or more special points. And there's, there's, oh, that's the other thing. There is equipment in this game. So, uh, you know, your, your typical, you know, helmet, your shirts, you know, your shoes, your helm, your, your gloves. And, and then there's, there's, you know, rare drops and it's so cool when you get a rare drop. I don't know. I know it sounds weird, but it's just like an RPG, but it's, it's like, oh, cool. That's a cool new uh, thing I got. And you equip it, you're like, oh, this is so cool. This is, this looks neat. I don't know. I, I like that about games. Like, that's why I love Diablo because all the drops, the loot drops that you get in that game. Um, it's, it's, it's a good game, Mike. Uh, and it's certainly a good game for entry level people are looking to get into an RPG. Nice. So, oh, go ahead. I was just yeah. So, what did you what you end up scoring it? Yeah, I was just gonna say my final score. I give it an A minus. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the story. I really liked the uh the way that you level up your character. I loved the awakening new skills for your character mid battle. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. Uh there is also a a like limit break. Uh, um I don't, I don't know what else to call that. Um but your character uh they'll fill up a, a a progress bar as they battle on. So it carries from battle to battle. And when that progress bar fills up, then they can do their special attack which uh, which like it's called ignite, I think it's called, and your character glows, and then they can do their special attack with their weapon, but it destroys their weapon in the process of doing the special attack. So there is some there is some strategy around that too, which is cool. I thought that was neat. That's a neat uh, thing that to put in the game. The other thing that it does have it has guilds too. I forgot to mention this. So you'll go around in the overworld, and there'll be like these guild towers, and then you go in there, and you can befriend those guilds, and then they will help you in your battles so for instance you might be fighting against this enemy and all of a sudden it'll say like the um blacksmith guild is is standing by to assist it'll just pop up and you're like okay and then all of a sudden this attack will just drop down on the en- en- enemies and cause like a like a firestorm for instance and it'll okay. attack them it's cool because like it, it, as long as you're close to that tower and you went to visit that tower and became friends with the tower, they'll assist you when you're attacking. It's cool. That's another neat thing in this game that I haven't seen in other games. I really like that. So, yeah, A- minus for, for the game. I I, uh, I highly recommend it if you are a fan of RPGs. and Or even if you're not and you want to get into an RPG. This is an easy entry-level game. And the writing is good. Uh, the, the leveling system is great. I think you'd really like this game a lot. Cool. I will definitely, you, you've piqued my interest. Ooh. Uh, when I can pique Mike's interest, that's. Yeah. That's yeah, something. that's right. My interest <laughs> is very difficult yeah. to peak. It's almost unpeakable. <laughs> Says the guy that plays the $1.99 games on the switch, right? <laughs> yep. Well, you know. Uh, here's the thing the 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 cheap part of me yeah is easier to peak than the interested <laughs> part of me that's funny 
So, all right, listeners, thank you for joining us. If you want to hear more, uh, you can always go out to our website. You can go to GamerHeadsPodcast.com, and you can see new podcast episodes, new reviews, new news articles we post there as well. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, Buzzsprout, wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on Pandora now, Mike. So if you are a Pandora listener, uh, apparently Desktop doesn't have podcasts on Pandora, but the app does. So you can download the app and listen to us on Pandora as well. All right. Thanks, Mike, for joining me. Always a pleasure. And thanks, listeners. And have a good day. See ya. So long.